how do I become more consistent off the tee? This is something that, Piers, how many times has somebody asked us that question? The golden question, it, the it, golden ticket. It is the golden question, isn't it? Somebody comes for a lesson from us and says, I just want to be more consistent. Now, unfortunately, there's so many factors that influence consistency, but what we're going to do, we're going to talk about three key points that you can actually do and work on that's going to help you become more consistent off the tee. Also, if you listen to the podcast, then we are doing an amazing giveaway opportunity here because we are launching our brand new best ever coaching plan, Total Driving, on the 12th of April. So it's coming very soon. We're so excited to launch this. This is by far our most detailed plan and we've put so much into it. It's called Total Driving for a reason. If you want to be more consistent, if you want to be longer, if you want to shoot lower scores, then this plan will massively help and we'll go through the details of the giveaway a little bit later. But Pierce, let's go through, um, first of all, we're talking about consistency. Let's go through the first tip. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do one each. Yep. Well, you're going to do two, I'm we'll going to do one, we'll we're going to alternate few, yeah. it. Yeah. Um, let's go through one thing that the guys can do or certainly think about that's going to help them become more consistent off the team. Yeah, absolutely. Look, the first thing before we get into this, actually, if you're listening to the podcast, we're actually, we've never done this before. We're doing a Facebook Live with our Take Charge community as well. So um, we, we get, we've got people listening and watching us from all angles today. If you don't know what the Take Charge community is, it's our Facebook members um, of the website community that uh, that's just for our members of the website, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Right, so yeah, consistency. So the first thing I would say, and we spoke about this a little bit with Carl Morris, but having a clear intention to what you want to do when you're on the tee is a really important thing. Interesting, we played golf the other day and you said, what's you, what's you, what are you going to do on this shot? Oh, I'm just going to hit it left. And you were like, no, is that a clear intention? Okay, so have a clear intention of what you're looking to achieve with the shot you're about to play. But then on the back of that, play with what you've got. And I think this is the biggest issue that we see, and I spoke about this a lot recently with just coming back to golf. Golfers on the driving range, they're hitting this five, 10 yard fade and then suddenly get on the golf course and I've got to shallow it and I've got to close the face and play a draw. Well, you know what? You don't have to do that. You have to play for your five to 10 yard fade because that is what you have got. The only time you should be working at playing the draw is after you've played or in a day when you are not playing. So I think having a clear intention of what you want to do based on what you can do, yeah. I think is really important. So that would be my first Okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm, not, I'm gonna just prime that question a little more on this one. So let's say somebody goes to the driving range, they warm up, if they know what's gonna happen that day. So this is a great thing. If you go to the driving range early, you can warm up and see what's actually, see what game you've got. If everything is consistently going to the right, you take that to the golf course, put it in your plan. Now, for a lot of golfers, they rock up to the golf course, they're rushing to get their clubs and the shoes out of the car, race into the tee, two warm-up swings and they're off. How do they know what they've got for the day or what should, be, what should they be doing in order to really <laughs> do their best to play and not think? Hit a seven eye off the tee. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, that's a great, great question. Um, the, well, the first thing is, look, you, you owe it to yourself to not do that really. I mean, it only takes, you know, five or six shots and it depends on the... On the facilities that you have got but I would say that if you if you're in that position where you've had no warm-up you haven't seen a ball flight you just have to go with what you have normally got so if you if you're someone who naturally fades the golf ball then you've got to peg it up on the right hand side of the tee and you've got to hit it down the left hand side now that ball might not come back it may not fade but the key to you if it stays straight or even if it goes left the key for you really is to say well what's the most likely thing to happen the next time you play a tee shot 
it's probably not that you're going to pull it left. It probably is that you are going to hit that fade again at some point. And ultimately, if you then play a round of golf where you're aiming for a fade for the first four holes and everything goes left, then maybe you can allow for that. But the one thing I would say is if you're hitting the golf ball left a lot and you think it's going to go to the right, you've got to change something. And that means getting to the golf course a little bit earlier or it means working at your technique a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And I think <coughs> one thing that I always remember playing a lot of golf as a junior which I, um, I think after the, on the back of Carl Morris and, and Jamie Edwards Pierce was that, and maybe you guys can relate to this as well, you stand on the first tee, you might not have had a warm-up, you may have had a warm-up, and you slice it into the trees. So you slice the first drive into the trees. Okay, anyway, you carry on, you play the hole, you get on the next hole, which is another par four. What do you then do off the tee? What's your mindset? Do you go... Right, I can't slice it now. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to change my backswing. I'm going to change my downswing in order to try and fix the previous shot that you've done on the first hole. Now, what happens then, again, you guys might relate to this, is that the next shot is a hook. <laughs> so you've gone a slice, a hook. You've had two techniques. You stand on the third <coughs> hole then. You go, well, <laughs> you're done. what do you do now? So <coughs> all I would say is that don't get into the mindset as well of trying to correct each bad shot that you do. If you stand on the first tee and you slice it, well, look, you just sliced it, yeah? Everyone hits bad shots. Don't try and just correct each bad shot that you hit. Play with what you got instead of trying to actually get into a technique battle on the golf course because that is just so dangerous. Mm. And the moment that you release that, it actually frees you up to just play golf instead of actually playing with what you're... Your swings do. It's a lot easier said than done, that is. But, you know, just, just, say, just again, go there with maybe not even a clear intention about what you're going to do on the shot. Go there with a clear intention before you tee off the first. This is what I'm going to do today. Exactly. I'm going to stick to my game plan. Exactly. Okay, so the second thing is, this is, I don't know how many times we've talked about this, but I still see not many people doing it, and that is measuring, measuring the strike. If you want to be more consistent, you can have the same golf swing, you can hit the golf ball from different parts of the face and have different ball flights. Different finish positions, different distances, different heights. Everything will change based on where you're hitting the golf ball. So if you actually want to be more consistent, one of the most important things that you can do is actually measure where you're striking the ball on the face. Most people don't actually do this and don't know, and we always talk about this, if you have no awareness of what you're doing wrong, how do you actually know how to correct it? Whereas what we would always say is if you can get some foot spray or some strike spray, spray the face, light coating, hit some shots, get an idea of where your pattern's going to be. Your pattern might be something towards the heel. But if you look at it and you go, right, I'm consistently on that heel, that's fantastic because you can then make adjustments in order to bring it back to the, the middle. And sometimes just knowing is enough to actually change. Just you knowing and seeing that you're hitting the heel is enough to hit the middle without you having to think about shallowing the club or mm. keeping the hips back or whatever it might be. Awareness is key because as soon as you have awareness, you can then start to make the change. And I mean, just to give you guys an idea, I mean, if you can strike the golf ball more centered, it's going to help you with a better launch, a better spin, higher ball speeds, greater distances. Just by measuring the strike, it has a huge difference. And I think even from, from low to high, where you hit the golf ball from on the vertical axis is key as well. If you hit it low off the face, it's gonna launch low, high spin, high off the face, probably a better one for actual distance, higher launch and lower spin. So 
just it helps you change the T height, it helps you understand your attack angle, it gives you so much information if you measure. If you don't measure, you're missing out. So if you want to be more consistent, get some spray, spray it on, understand what your tendencies are and you will definitely become a better driver just by spraying the face. Hi everyone, Andy here, just letting you know about something that we've created just for you. MeAndMyGolf.com is our membership platform that we believe is the best resource out there to improve your golf. And one of the questions that we get asked all the time is what's the difference between YouTube and the website? And the main difference being is that sometimes people can get lost in content on YouTube and not really having a clear structure or plan of where to go. So we wanted to create something that was, was really going to help golfers. We've got over a thousand uh, coaching videos on there, but our main thing or main feature on there are the coaching plans and we've seen some amazing results from these plans and these are basically carefully designed plans on all areas of the game so you don't have to think or worry about what to do we tell you exactly what to practice each week and whether you're looking to break a certain score fix a slice improve your putting or short game we have a plan that will suit you we're even staggered at some of the results that golfers are getting from these as well and we even have a private Facebook group where all of our members go and share experiences and support each other. Real nice place, positive place to be. And we'd love to see you over there and have the chance to help you with your game so make sure you head over to meandmygolf.com and check out your free trial with no obligations to join. Check it out and see if you can find a plan and become a part of this amazing community. If anyone comes to me for a golf lesson and says I want to hit the ball further or straighter, the first thing I'm doing is I'm spraying the face and I'm looking at what the flight scope data is telling me. So if that, like Andy says, it's a quick, quick win to improve the driving. Right, third one. And, and spoil that, Andy. So you this, need to have a driver in your hand, you? You feel like you have to, don't you? You can't just stand there with your hands for, in your for pockets. For all the listeners in the podcast here, me and Pierce have got the driver in our hand, we're standing up, we're moving around, and so there's all sorts going on. <laughs> okay, so look. One thing that really controls the direction of the shot, because there's the, the age-old argument, what's, what's more important, distance or accuracy? Now for me, when amateur golfers are coming for golf lessons, if I can get them hitting the ball straighter, they'll hit the ball further as a result anyway. So for me, if you can train distance away from the, from the golf course, then that's great, but accuracy for me is the number one for amateur golfers. So here's the thing, the biggest way that we can improve your accuracy other than strike is managing what we call the face-to-path relationship when you're striking the golf ball. Now, without getting too complicated to this, and this is where the visuals really help, if I'm swinging a lot to the left with the club, there's a chance the face is going to be pointing to the right open, which means I'm gonna create a curve, a slice out to the right. Can, and it's a chicken and egg situation. If that club face is coming in open, then you're probably more likely to swing to the left. So what you're doing is you're creating a, a swing where you're swinging the club face to the left and the face is pointing to the right. And obviously it's vice versa for the hook. Now if that gap between the face where that points and where you are swinging is a massive gap, if we're talking four, five, six degrees, which doesn't sound like a lot Andy, but four or five, six degrees when you're talking about face to path is a huge amount. So if you know, if you're creating a big curve on your shots, then you've got a big face to path difference. So this would encourage us then to go, well, if we're slicing a lot, we need to get the face squarer. If we're hooking it a lot, we need to get the face squarer. So the best way to, con to control that relationship is to understand what your club face is doing. You can do that through video, or you can do that through just looking at the golf ball and then going, well, how do I change that? So the biggest issue that we would see, Andy, out of the hook or the slice is obviously the slice. So the majority of people will slice the ball more than they'll hook it. 
So we'll just, on a lesson, we'll stand there and when we go through the total driving plan as well, we want to make sure that you understand what an open club face looks like and then how to fix it and how to train it. And once you have a, a hold on that, you're a lot more consistent. And, and I think that look, for, for everybody listening and watching here in the, in the group, if you, morning Paula, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, if you are, um, if you're looking at your golf swing, and I think the majority of people now look at their golf swing, video it, they've got the slow-mos on their cameras, but what they tend to look for and see more so are the bigger moves. So they'll see them, them early extending, they'll see the club swinging over the top, hanging back, head, like they'll see all the big things that are going on, but they're not looking, they're not looking at this, they're not looking at the angle of the face. I think one of the most important things that we would always look at is the angle of the face because everything generally is a reaction to what is happening with this. So if you, f if you film your golf swing, what we would say is, by all means, look at the big movements and see if you're over the top or see if you're early extending, whatever it might be. Understand your ball flight first, like Pierce said. If you've got a massive curve, then okay, I understand what, what's happening with the ball. Now, the first thing you should be looking at is the club face. Is the club face causing the ball to curve? If you fix the club face, it's a lot easier to fix the over the top, the early extension, and all the bigger things that are going on. But do not neglect what's going on the face because the face influences everything that we do. And I think if you can do that and just pay closer attention to what's going on with that, you are going to see some big improvements. Yeah, I mentioned earlier chicken and the egg, which one would, it, it generally is that if the club face is open and the path is left, it's probably that the face has caused the path to go left in the majority of cases. So as Andy said, it's almost like you're trying to, when you're trying to stop the over the top, it's like you're trying to put a fire out at a petrol station without turning the petrol off. Well, yeah. turn the petrol off, then you've obviously, you're going to the source, aren't you? Definitely. So guys, look, three things there. We wanted to jump on and just give you three simple things. This is all in the plan that we've created, total driving. There's so much more in there, but three things that are gonna help you become a better driver. Remember what Pierce said at the start, play with what you've got. Don't turn up to the golf course and try and play a draw if on the range you're actually fading everything and don't get into a technique battle of actually trying to fix each shot that you do. You will see some benefit of just playing and freeing up, especially now we're returning back um, to golf from the winter and from lockdown here in the UK. Number two, strike the face, spray the face, measure your results, see what's going on. If you do that, you've got the awareness to improve. And then number three, Pierce, club face. Make yep. sure Manage we have a look and just see what's going on. You know, make sure you can have a look at what's going on in the face because the face influences everything. Now, for you guys who are really want to who really want to improve their drive, your driving, total driving. Look, we're so excited about this plan because there's so much that's gone into this from how to get more distance off the tee, how to be more accurate, on course tips. We've got Trotty doing some equipment we stuff have. in there. There's just so much involved in this, which launches on the 12th of April. But if you want to have the chance to get notified first, but also win some of these great prizes, we've got three top prizes that all you need to do is just register for to get notified. To, sorry, to get notified when the plan releases, you could be in with a chance to win these. So Pierce, just call these. Yeah, plans. I was say, what the first prize. So prizes first are. prize is a Sim Two driver, whatever spec that you would want, and also a Flight Scope Mevo with that. Then the second prize will be a Sim 2 driver. And then the third prize is going to be a stand bag. And we're talking for the first prize, it's over $1,000 worth of uh, kit, $550 for second prize and $329 worth 
That first prize, prize. I mean, that flight scope Mevo, if you don't know what that is, it's, a, it's your own personal launch monitor that really looks at your ball flights and spin and distances and everything. It is a fantastic prize. So if you want to actually win that, we'll put the link in the show notes. And for everyone in the Facebook group, you all get the chance for this as well. We're going to put a separate post in later for the group. And uh, we, know, we know this plan is going to be so helpful to you guys as well. So we're looking forward to launching it for you and uh, hopefully getting a lot of people you know, taking part in this plan. Yep. Get, on that, get on that hot list now because it is a hot list and you've only got until the 12th of April before you uh, can enter into this hot list. Exactly. So yeah, so good for, luck with that. Yes, for all the podcast listeners, click the link in the description. Facebook guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Mick, hello, how you doing? <laughs> I want to win that bad boy you said there, yes. Absolutely. Um, for all you guys, we'll do a separate post later in the, in the community and we'll see you all soon. See you later. Have Thanks a great day. Guys. Yep. Thanks Cheers. for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you found some great value in it. And if you did, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Also, let us know your feedback by leaving us a rating or review over on iTunes. And remember, if you want to go deeper and really improve your game, head over to meandmygolf.com and start your free trial and check out one of the many plans that are seeing incredible results. Thanks again for listening. And we look forward to speaking to you next week.